This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello and welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I'm excited. What for? Recording this podcast with you. Oh, good. You know, Tim, your uh, yearly reviews coming up. I hope uh, you're not just saying that because uh, you know that that's uh, the case. Tom, in this scenario, who gives the yearly review? You? (laughs) We give them to each other. I don't like reviewing... uh, I don't like that process Yeah, at at, uh, at a job. Yeah, like Any job I've ever had, uh, uh, you know... Having a review written about me, mm-hmm. first of all, how dare you, right? <laughs> right. Or having to write a review about somebody else. Yeah. It's not, not, not my business how somebody right. does their job. I shouldn't be the one labeling somebody 100% fresh or rotten. Oh, yeah. yeah. I uh, I either give people uh, a Razzie <laughs> or, or an Academy Award. I work in the film industry, Tom. <laughs> Uh, I mean, my old, old job, I would have to uh, uh, do that for like, I don't know, like dozens of people. It, was, uh, it sucked. It was like a whole big uh, process. Yeah, I'm not. I just feel like I have no business getting involved in anybody else's <laughs> personal life or professional life. Yeah. Like, who am I to judge somebody? Uh, I agree, Tim. You're in no position to pass judgment Tom. on anyone. There's only one guy, in my mind, who can judge us. Billy Joel? Yeah. <laughs> you the stranger himself. You wouldn't think much of... It. How how many seconds do you think uh, we would get into if Billy Joel was like, so? and what do you guys do? How, how far into explaining what a podcast is do you think we'd get before he'd wander off? Do you think Billy Joel would ever ask us, what do we do? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like his wife would be like, be polite, ask them what they do. Yeah. And they paid $10,000 to see you at a meeting. <laughs> They're each 14 years older than I am. <laughs> I have to address them as sir. Um, Tim, I'm not doing so hot this week. I, I uh, right before recording, uh, <laughs> dropped a fire extinguisher on my foot. I'm pretty sure I broke at least one, if not two, of my toes. All right, couple questions. Uh-huh. Were you fighting a fire at the time? No, that's the worst part. If if it was like, well, and it was worth it because I I saved all those kids. Right, I threw them outside to the waiting trampoline. This was, is it a trampoline? Yeah, well, it's like kind of like a trampoline. It's more like a trampoline than anything. It's more <laughs> I've like ever a seen. trampoline than it is not a trampoline. It's more like a trampoline than anything right. that, that isn't a trampoline. That's true. Yeah. I bet it doesn't have the same 
springiness. No, and nor should it. <laughs> they, 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 the kids would be thrown right back through the window. Right. Well, I mean, like maybe you know, a, a window on a lower floor. Right. Physics, they wouldn't end up in the same window, but they. But who knows? That lower floor might be even worse. So yeah. You don't want them ending up. Uh, you know, jump out of the fourth floor, end up in the second floor, and that's where the fire started. Yeah, I think it depends on the tension of the sprint. It, it, it might. It might tend to as high. They don't use those anymore or they only use those in cartoons you're talking about the firefighters yeah uh the things that when uh you jump or throw something from like a burning building um i don't know that they ever used them yeah i mean they must have used them at some point yeah like back in the old days when it was just like look we this is the best we got that's a that's a weird idea, though, because uh, you, you have these firefighters, mm-hmm. and they probably, like, in the beginning of firefighting, right? right. And they they drive the truck, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, no, somebody's up there. How do we get them down? Jump. Maybe we'll catch you. And then <laughs> something probably horrible happened, right? And then some guy was like, let's make a trampoline that's not a trampoline, and, like, just have it here at the, it, it's got to be pretty big. I think store it they, here at the station, I, I think figure out how to get it there. Assemble it on the spot. Yeah, but back in the day, they didn't have things that you could break down. <laughs> yeah, Everything was just true. the size it was. Yeah. I feel like that or guy you probably break it down. It'd be like ten thousand parts that you had to put back together. Yeah, and then you can't you can't put that. You together ever in see a pinch? like a like a vintage um, uh, tent, like a camping tent? From like the 50s or 60s, it's like a thousand pieces. Even in the 80s. I remember like my parents, you know, before we went camping in like 1988, we had to like uh, practice putting up the tent in the backyard (laughs) the week before. And it took them like five or six hours to, to, to figure it all out. And then it's like they had to put every piece precisely back in the right place because like if one of them was gone right we wouldn't have shelter went. for the weekend yeah yeah now tents uh very easy to put together yeah doing great things with tents these days you were you you had a fire extinguisher out for some reason no i was trying it was under my sink and i was uh uh taking out the trash hmm. it's very accessible yeah well it should be accessible you're a regular uh, Frankenstein, huh? What the hell's that supposed to mean? He's a monster? terrified of fire. Oh, yeah. I'm a little... Yeah, I'm terrified of fire. I don't want to be in a fire. No, nobody, I don't think that's Tom, nobody awful. wants to be in a fire. Do you have a fire extinguisher in I your do, home? but it's not so accessible that well, if I go to take the like, garbage out, it's going to oh, fall on my foot. Buried uh, in the back of a closet or something? I know where it is. Tom, I don't... Uh, you don't with, need with to know where it is. With a bunch of mothballs? <laughs> Are you afraid I'm going to come over your house and uh, spray the fire extinguisher? Um, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I when I acting got, out for when attention. I got rid of my old fire extinguisher because it like expired. Mm-hmm. I was like, let me give a little spray, spray, <laughs> see what happens. <sighs> it makes such a mess. Even just like the the tiniest spray you could do, huge mess. Yeah, huge mess. I feel like you always get into weird scrapes with fire extinguishers. What are you doing? I don't know. This hurt so bad, though. It didn't even fall that far, but I guess, like, it, you know, it's pretty heavy and hard. 
And um, yeah, it's bruised. Uh, Can you see a bruise? Yeah, on it? it's, yeah, it's a bruise. I think it's broken. I break my toes. I like, know this all is, the time. This is why um, <laughs> you didn't want the, to bring it up. My sympathy is is kind of limited here. I feel like every other week you're telling me, oh, "I just broke my toes." <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know what you want from me. It, it's so annoying because like stop, stop breaking your. Wear I don't steel tip boots. I might start wearing. Ste- I don't want to wear steel tip boots around the house, but I might just wear just like the steel tips. Yeah. The rest of my foot's fine. Just get like brass knuckles for your toes. Uh, no, I think that would make it even worse. I want my toes covered with steel, not mm. steel in between them. Okay. Uh, it might have helped in this case. It might have helped or it might have uh, caused my toe to just be like severed clean off. Right. Uh, I mean, at some point, you just have to consider you're you're breaking. At these some things. point, based on how often I break my <laughs> toes, at some point I'm gonna lose one or two of them. Yeah. I think you could stand to lose a couple toes, right? How dare you? Just uh, no, Tim. I can't stand to lose a couple of toes. That's what I use for my balance for standing. I'm surprised that we haven't evolved past toes. At this point, why? What purpose do toads serve? You don't. But your evolution takes longer than that. Evolution doesn't just like immediately get rid of things if they're not useful. No, but uh, when have toads been useful to to mankind? Back when we didn't wear shoes and you had to grip things with your toes. Yeah, but how long ago was that? Like ten thousand years ago, and that's and evolution doesn't work some that fast. Some people should have. I mean, I guess some people do have webbed feet. Yeah, you don't want that. Why not? I don't know. I mean, you'll be better at swimming, I guess. Yeah, but with the webbing rips. What if you drop a dang fire extinguisher on your toe? <laughs> it's true. Well, if I if not only my every situation toe was, has its pitfalls, Tom. If it, if it was you know bruised like it is right now and potentially broken but then also you know uh, i was like oh and all my webs ripped that'd be awful that would make it so much worse Mm. i don't know quit breaking your toes is what i'm saying i want to tim uh, what are you gonna do about this one i don't know i'm probably just gonna have to tie it to the other one are you gonna go to the doctor no, are you going to go to the doctor, Tom, about your toe, about your tiny little toe? No, because there's really nothing you can do with like broken toes. At least like the little toes. Yeah. Uh, you know they can't make like a little toe cast for you. Right. Uh, Nor and, would you want that. And like when I went to the doctor when I broke my thumb earlier in the year. Yeah, I went. You know that was like late <laughs> at night. What? <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, the fact that this stuff is happening to you in my head, in my mind up right now, I'm going, this Tommy, so dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't want these things to happen. I'm not I'm Gotta not more like, careful, Tom. I'm not on the ground crying telling you to take me to an ambulance, but no. I did I'm pretty sure I broke one of my toes. And when I broke one of my fingers, which was the first time that had happened, mm-hmm. uh, they were like, uh, you know, like, uh, yeah, you broke it. There's, you know, nothing really we can do. Just like keep it still. 
Yeah, here we'll give you a finger splint, but it'll be a bad one. Right. Why did they give why did they say it would be a bad one? Because it was meant for like the other fingers. Why didn't they just give you one that they was They didn't have any thumb splints? Like they were and just I was out like, of well, them that's that day? fair. I'm paying three hundred dollars, so why would I expect you to They have were a... out of something? Yeah. How much did they charge you for the finger splint that they put on the thumb? Uh probably like like they charge your insurance probably thirty five hundred dollars. Yeah, no, even I, though you could get it at a Dwayne Reed for fuck. That reminded me that I need to like look into that. Actually, that's because, very interesting. You want to go into more detail about no, that? No, because it wasn't like a place that was covered by my insurance, but it was also like I don't know one o'clock in the morning. So like places that were covered weren't. <sighs> you went to the hospital? No, uh, like an urgent care. An urgent care at one in the morning for a. Broken thumb? Yeah. Let's wait till the morning, Tom. No, I didn't know if it was broken or not. Well, and it then, was broken, and they didn't no. really even do it. And anything. then I, I looked on Google, and it was like, oh, if you broke your thumb, you should immediately get it fixed, because like, if it's not set right, it could you know kill you or something. I mean, everything can kill you if it doesn't set right. Well, I'm telling you, my toes are killing me right now. And then now. they gave you a thing that you could buy at a pharmacy. Yes. Yeah, I had to go buy one at a pharmacy because the one they gave me sucks so much. Mm. And then I got these ones from Amazon that were skin colored and they just looked gross. It looked I it looks like I colored no nothing <laughs> should be skin colored. Yeah. It's gr- like it's more distract cuz like nothing is truly like invisible. And right. So like and skin colored it's you know they have First like, of all problematic right because well i was gonna say they have one flesh color yeah and it's like here it is the color of everyone's flesh happens to be the color (laughs) exact color of our flesh well but uh, it closer but it still was like you know uh not the like a way pinker like a a a not uh you're pretty pink tom i wish i was more pink i think i'm more gray lately In general, I'm 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 jaundiced. <laughs> yeah, you're looking kind of yellow. Tim. <laughs> um, now, uh, uh, did you? Uh, th- one last question. Yes. Okay. Did you go to a tanning salon to get a base tan this year, the way that you used to do? <laughs> no, Tim, I didn't. Okay. Why did you ask that? We're talking about skin a, color. I don't, you, you used to go to a tanning salon. If to get a base I was tan. going on vacation in the winter, so I wouldn't get sunburned. Okay. That's all. So you haven't done that this summer? No, and I don't think I even did it that many times because I think one time I did that and then I got like really sunburned anyway. We're doing a a topic that is like more near and dear to your heart than mine. So I'm just trying to get you all riled up. Good. Before well, we get into mission it. accomplished. That's what they say in space. Tim... The space race is back, and this time it's private. Yeah, it's uh, and this time it's distasteful to everybody <laughs> except those involved. Yeah, it used to just be distasteful to. Well, I was going to say the Russians, but they were in the space race. They won the space race. Well, they won. I think the first race. Yeah. And then we like made up a we new like, thing. No, that's not what the race is. Total, that's like the definition of moving the goalposts. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's like when you're racing a, a little kid, and they're like, "No, no, no! Actually, it's the to those yeah. monkey bars Let's have over a there." Race to space. Yeah. Oh, you won. Well, 
let's go to the moon. Yeah, we meant the moon the whole time, guys. Yeah. Um, but there's a new space race, and this time it's a private space race. Mm-hmm. But guess what? We still hear about it. Yeah, even though it's still private. Like, yeah, you. Hey, have some modesty. Hey, Richard Branson. You freaking virgin! Why don't you? Why don't you? For once in your life, have some modesty. Quit screaming all this embarrassing Dude, stuff about you. All he's got is modesty. That's yeah. how he's still a virgin. Because right. every time he's about to make it, he's like, "I don't want to unsheath." <laughs> unsheath. Yeah, I don't like that. Well, yeah, I guess that's you like unsheath a sword he yeah. keeps his penis in a little case all right, okay what he does it's true I'm, i mean all rich guys do we know this <laughs> should we start a rumor that there's like you know really rich guys they have like a case for their penis yeah and then we'll manufacture and sell them these cases <laughs> to the rich guys yeah and we'll like when people become newly rich we'll be like hello <laughs> oh, you didn't know that you were yeah. supposed to have a case we'll be like well a lot of people don't know about this and you know because no, we, we can't say a lot of people don't know we have to make them feel oh everybody knows yeah we have to make them feel oh if you don't have this and like you better get this right now, and this yeah, is the nice bef- version. Before you yeah. run into another billionaire, and they, uh, yeah, you know, they laugh at, at you. Well, you're you're at some you know big uh, to do fundraiser or whatever. And you you uh, you're you sidle up to the urinal, and the the billionaire next to you is like, um, did the you? Billionaire next to you goes out, and you hear, Shing! <laughs> yeah, and they say to you. Uh, did you just take your penis out of your pants and underwear? Uh, you didn't uh, properly unsheathe? Uh, party foul. Ooh, uncouth. Party foul. That's something billionaires say all the time. <laughs> all we need to do is get one billionaire on board. Yeah. Just to just to like work the scam with us, and then we'll become billionaires because yeah. these cases will be expensive. No, exactly. Yeah. And then we start bringing them to the wider market. Hey, right. Well, it's I an was just thinking once, once we're very rich from selling these, then finally we can afford a couple yeah, of these for thank ourselves. God, yeah. Join the club. Um, no. Well, what what the billionaires are involved in right now is like a a a, a more obvious version of that uh, of a dick measuring contest, which is. Uh, uh, you know, who can get to space first? Well, Richard Branson did it. But that's contested. Right. And there's been a whole thing on Twitter where yeah. billionaires are, you know, t- t- taking shots at each other on Twitter while the world literally burns. <laughs> it is crazy. Like, I mean, we, we I don't know if we've talked about this on on the show, but I know we've talked about it in private that like to me. Becoming even just like a millionaire, one of the biggest perks would be like, oh, I could delete Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I would have other things to occupy my life. I wouldn't have to just uh, look at this app that makes me feel bad all the time. Mm-hmm. And like occasionally it makes me chuckle. Occasionally. It used to make me chuckle all the yeah. time, but now it's just for fights and bad news. Yeah. Um. But but these billionaires. So you just looked into the middle distance. 
<laughs> Everything okay? It looked like you were really coming well, to just like, man, terms. Yeah, or something. that really is what it, what what Twitter is now. Mm-hmm. Um, no, was but... a song that was hello darkest <laughs> exactly playing in your head. Yeah, it's playing in my head pretty much all the time yeah. nowadays. But um, yeah, the you know what's playing in my head? Oh, Cecilia, you're, you're breaking, breaking my heart. heart. You're shaking. That's pretty. My... Yeah, that, but that's pretty good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I well, yeah, they're they're all on Twitter. They're arguing with each other about where space is. The rest of us are like, ooh, I don't care where space is. I'm never going to go to space. Right. Uh, hopefully not. If I go to space at this point, it's an accident. Something happened. It's an accident I, I or cr- something horrible has I, happened. I crawled in to take a nap somewhere I wasn't supposed to, and all of a sudden I'm in space. <laughs> Um, as I get older, I'd like to nap in more interesting places. Yeah, I'd like to become one of those guys that's like, oh, I know like a good place to nap in like, you know, anywhere in the city or or I mean, maybe not the city, but like within within, uh, I don't know. I was going to say like a building I go to all the time, but I don't really go to yeah, buildings. your home, but you already sleep in there every day. Yeah, I know all the good nap spots in my home. Bed and couch. I just want to have the confidence to like fall asleep at the beach, but not for too long. You can't fall asleep at the beach. No. Why not? I'm. Uh, I can't relax enough. Why Isn't not? that? Yeah. Yeah. I love sleeping at the beach. That's like what I do uh, at the beach. You ever sleep at the park? Um. Can't do I've that. I've fallen either. asleep at the park. Yeah. I'm afraid somebody at the beach or the park, somebody's gonna come up and like hit me with a brick or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you should stop making so many enemies if that's what you're worried about. Yeah, at least so many brick wielding mem- uh, enemies. Tim, uh, the private space race has heated up. Now we would be remiss if we did not mention that. Um, even though this is like the first time private companies are starting to go to space, citizens, private citizens, have been to space before. Hmm. Ernest. Yeah. Ernest, Ernest goes to space. Ernest is, I think they he was working did, for the government then. Did they do an Ernest goes to space? Yeah, I think so. If not, it's certainly a missed opportunity. Uh, fertile ground. I think they did, and it wasn't one of the good ones. Are they gonna? Uh, are they gonna? Are what? they ever gonna deep fake Jim Varney? Do you think? <laughs> now, is that a good thing or a bad thing to you? I can't. Uh, <laughs> Because it's kind of, it's disgusting to bring, you know, uh, reanimate Jim Varney's corpse if that's not what he wanted. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like the world needs more Ernest movies. And Tom, Ernest Goes to Space was not a film. What? Ernest Goes to School. Oh. Ernest Goes to Splash Mountain. Really? Tony Goes to Space Part 2. But this, looks, hell is this that? looks like. <laughs> is that a spinoff? Tony goes to space part two attack of the bones. I don't think this is anything. That sounds like it might be a pornographic film. Yeah. Um, No, for like a while, the uh, Russian space agency was, uh, you know, uh, letting anybody that had enough money, basically had enough money and was, you know, willing to go through the training. They had to learn at least some Russian because, you know, all the like uh, the commands. Yeah, all the signs and and mm. everything no and smoking. labels. Yeah, where it's Can like you smoke on a Russian. Uh, uh, you probably ship? get. You, yeah, I, you might have to. That yeah. might actually be uh, required. 
But um, I forgot. I thought Lance Bass had gone to space, but he didn't. Really? Yeah. That was like 20 years ago that I they know. were talking about this. He still hasn't gotten there? No. And apparently, uh, I he was, it was like- pronounced less bass. Bass, bass? That was basses. It was a joke. <laughs> I didn't mean to make you feel insecure, Tom. <laughs> well, it's too late. Um, no, he, uh, he did all the training and everything. But at the very last minute, couldn't pony up the money. Mm. Cool 20 mil that uh, I guess like they were a documentary crew was going to do like a seven part documentary on this. And I think, you know, uh, probably when they went around to get funds, they were like, you're not going to make 20 million dollars back on a documentary about a guy from NSYNC going to space. Mm. Right. Like I wouldn't have watched that. Uh, you probably would have watched it, but you would have pirated it. No, because it would have just been like anybody else going to space, which like yeah, nobody you pays attention things. to. I don't know. Nah, I mean, if it was good, if I heard it was good, I would watch it. But otherwise, if it's just like, oh, there's just like every other time somebody's been to space, but this is Lance Bass. Um, whereas this if he had done it a few years earlier when in sync was like at their height mm-hmm. maybe but at this point it was like lance bass you can't get you know uh, 20 million dollars worth of uh you know people wanting to see a documentary about you going to space yeah but he also gets to go to space well he could have just ponied that money up himself i think if he really wanted to do you think lance bass has 20 million dollars i don't think now? so uh, do you think he ever did? No, I think Lou Pearlman like stole all their money. Yeah. Uh, I I one time had uh dinner be- with Lou Pearlman. No, I know we've no heard the story. Drinks huh? with uh Chris Kirkpatrick yeah. from NSYNC. Mm-hmm. And I was uh, there too, Tom. Yeah. Well, and he was a nice guy, mm-hmm. but he struck me as a guy that did not have twenty million dollars. Yeah. Yeah, he begged us to buy him a drink. <laughs> no, that's not true. But like, I don't know. If he had $20 million, I don't think he would have been at this bar hanging out. Yeah. With, with a bunch of people. Um. Yeah, maybe. Nice guy. Yeah, $20 million is a lot. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of money to like drop on like a couple a hours vacation. No, in this, he was going to like, he was going to be in space for like eight days. Oh, I thought this was one of the things where they no, go up which is, and they which come is down. a big thing I want to talk about yeah. because that's, that's kind of what the nonsense is nowadays. I right. think, uh, no, he would have, he would have gone to the international space station. He would have been up there for like eight days. Oh, that's really cool. Oh yeah. And that's where it's like, all right, if you can like scrap together the cash, where, where, but also, it's hellish up there. It sucks. Uh, no, it oh, doesn't I'm going to pay twenty suck. million dollars and I have to poop in front of everybody. Yeah, Tim, you don't have to poop. In you front. do have to poop in no, front of everybody. To, not in the ISS. There's a curtain. ISS is bigger than like a little capsule. Some point so, you have to poop in front of somebody. <laughs> no, because if you're going to poop, you can be like, "Hey, everybody, just don't come in this room for you know a few minutes." Yeah, but they got test tubes and they they got things they got to do. They got to they got to flip some switches tubes. in there. You tell you can tell them I'm going to take care of that while I'm pooping because you guess think what? everybody gets their own room whenever they want on the international space. I think station? if you're going to poop, because when you poop, it's like a vacuum that you have to tape to your butt. 
This, you don't know anything. I've, I read an article about no. it. No. So. And then you're like, look, tell me which test tubes I need to flip. You know, I'll I'll be a little mobile because, you know, I, I tape the tube to my butt so I can move around a little bit. Right. Nothing crazy. Mm. I can't go running on the treadmill, but I could flip some tubes if you want me to. So that's that's uh, private citizens. But now private companies going into space. Tim, three big, three big old companies that are in this new space race. Virgin Galactic. Mm hmm. SpaceX and, and that's okay. Right, Virgin Galactic is Richard Branson. SpaceX is Elon Musk and Blue Origin, which is uh, uh, Jeff Bezos. The bees. Um, and now by the time this comes out, Jeff Bezos will be uh, only a day or two away from uh, going to space. But I want to talk first about Richard Branson. Did you watch? Richard Branson going to space. No, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Did you? I didn't watch it live, but I watched, uh, like, you know, the clips afterwards. Did you pirate it? No, I didn't pirate. There was no need to pirate it, Tim. It wasn't like pay-per-view. I've been pirating a lot of, uh, pay-per-view fights. Oh, I probably shouldn't say that. They've been like going after people who say that. Fights? Fights. Fisticuffs. Like UFC? I won't tell you which because then they you can't even go like after watching me. fighting. No, certainly not enough You're to just pay like, like fifty dollars. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's like you didn't read a book for twenty years, and then <laughs> they came out with a uh, Kindle, and you were like, "I could pirate books on this thing," and no. then you became a, a reader, and then a published author. <sighs> Virgin. Galactic. Just, uh, you, you like to steal, Tom. That's what you like to do. I'll steal your heart. Yeah, you, you already have, <laughs> my friend. Uh, no, I don't like to steal. And I and I watched. It was free. They weren't charging you to watch this. Believe me, Tim. All these billionaires want as many people as possible to see them going yeah, into space. Yeah. Um. So the way this Virgin Galactic thing works. Is that it's like a regular plane. I think it's maybe a 747, like one of those, mm-hmm. um, that has like another plane attached to it. And basically the 747 goes like as high as it can. And then it's like, that's all we got, boys. Release the other plane, the Virgin plane. And then that to couples. And then the other plane's like, all right, see you later. It's it, smaller? Yeah. The other and one's more smaller. Nimble. Yeah, well, and it's got like two rockets on it. Mm-hmm. So once that detaches, totally burns up the seven forty seven, catches fire, <laughs> no, and falls w- out of the sky. They wait for the seven forty seven to get out of the way before mm. they uh, they light up the rockets. But then it just rockets up. Um, so it takes off horizontally. It mm-hmm. doesn't. It doesn't go straight up. And as a result, it can't go quite as high, but. It's uh, a lot cheaper to do it that way. It uses like way less fuel than than just going straight up. But uh, this first flight, it was uh, Branson, and then like you know some uh, some employees, some specialists or whatever. Um, but they've only got once they get up there like a few minutes of weightlessness. And like as soon as they get up, and like it looks cool, you can see out the windows. And it's like oh, it's fucking space. Um, and the pilots are like, all right, uh, we're in space. You can, uh, take off your seatbelts, float around. Mm-hmm. 
um, Richard Branson had like a prepared speech that he gave. And the whole time he's like, and it's obvious that like he has this memorized and, and he had been rehearsing. He's like, ever since I was a little boy. And meanwhile, the people behind him are taking off their seatbelts, having the fucking time of their lives. Yeah, I mean, that sucks being there. Flying the- around. He's like, ever since I looked up into the great blue beyond, it's like, shut up, you dork, and take off mm. your seatbelt and float around. Yeah. He saw it as, you know, like, uh, you know, one small step for man. Well, it's like nobody gives a shit. Oh, I wanted to go to space, so I became so rich. Yeah, uh, people have been going to space constantly. Yeah. You were the first person rich enough to go to space. Cool. Enjoy it, pal. Don't give a dumb little speech while everybody's having the a blast behind you. And then finally, you know, he finishes his, his little speech and then he... Uh, undoes his seatbelt, and then he floats around. He's like, "Oh God, oh God." He said that. Yeah. What? Like, what was he in pain? No, he just like he couldn't believe it. Oh. But that was the thing too. I was like, man, I wouldn't want to be one of these people. I mean, they probably forgot about it, but Richard Branson didn't. That's like the cameras are on you, and right. it's like I would want to be like, no, nobody look at me. I just want to. Nobody look at me while I'm in space. <laughs> yeah. Nobody look at me while I'm in space. I just want to enjoy this. I want to yeah. have the time of my life. I want to. I, mean, I don't want to worry what? about some podcasts later on making fun of me. What does this mean? Have the time of your life? Who cares? You're just in a thing for a couple minutes. Going every which way. Look, all these guys, they're just like the rest of us. We all unsheath our wieners and pee in the same toilets. <laughs> This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. 
And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. So, uh, uh, then Richard Branson, uh, they, you know, they come back down and, uh, uh, what do you do when you come back down from space, Tim, you got a stage set up and you have Khalid perform his uh, new single Khalid. Yeah. DJ. Khaled? No, not, not DJ Khaled is a different guy. Khalid. Yeah. Um, well, there was also controversy, Tom. Yeah. Uh, they showed uh, in during the live stream what oh, they purported. Like they showed somebody's butt. They and pur- I called the FCC. They showed what they purported was Richard Branson live mm. riding a mountain bike to the launch. Oh yeah, and, and then he got it. out and they're like, "Sir, you're late." And he's like, "I'm sorry, I was riding my bicycle," <laughs> and like that was filmed over a week earlier. Tom, yeah. it was all faked, but they, but then. They 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 presented it as if it were live. They didn't present it as like a cheeky yeah, opening, right? Right. And I think they had a partnership with like Trek Bikes or one of the the bike oh, companies. Yeah, yeah. And like the the bike company that morning like put out a press release like Richard Branson rode our bike to, to the to space. Yeah, and <laughs> In like a way. Uh, and now it's just like well, you can't really like lie like like you can put together a fun video right where it's um, obvious like, that yeah, it's fake yeah but i don't know then like what are we supposed to believe was that was the entire right. thing faked yeah who knows maybe richard branson is a goddamned liar also i mean i get it but like i don't know if you're like a billionaire and you're going to space I think you'd want to be like, no, no fucking sponsorships. I don't care how much money they're giving. Right. I'm rich. The whole point of this is to show how rich I am. If no, I the whole do, point of it if is... If I have to do a little commercial for a different company beforehand. Yeah. Now, the whole point of it is uh, about exploration and furthering the bounds of human knowledge or something, right? That's what they claim well, it is, even though it's stuff that, like... NASA did 60 years ago. <laughs> I mean, I, that's where I give uh, Virgin and Richard Branson a little bit of credit because they seem to be more like un, unashamedly, unabashedly like this is for tourism. Right. We're going to put a Virgin hotel up in orbit and people will be able to go there. Extremely rich people. And we also hope that one day we'll be able to like fly this type of plane like up into space to get from like New York to London faster. Mm. Some of these incredibly rich people are going to freaking burn up. Well, so there was a, uh, an accident back in 2014 with Virgin Galactic where a test pilot did die. Wow. Uh, Tom, well, Can't bring that up. That's horrible. So that don't bring that up. Well, it happened. <laughs> and that 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 was supposedly, according to him, part of why Richard Branson went on the first flight, which like, I mean, it's like nah, you want you want the first flight because you want to go on the first flight. Right. But there is something to be said of like, yeah, I'm sure this guy checked it out that he was like, there has to be no chance I'm going to die in. This. Right. Um. 
So, you know, to, to make other passengers feel safe. The other thing is, Tom, mm-hmm. I know they had a couple minutes of weightlessness. Yeah. You ever see the movie Apollo 13? They brought Tom Hanks and Carrie Sinise up there uh, into a, a, a plane. Yeah. And then just took the plane into a nosedive for a couple minutes. Well, and they, that's how they filmed all the weightlessness. Just do that, Richard Branson. They were doing that in 1995. So you're talking about the Vomit Comet. Yeah. Uh, which there is now a uh, company uh, called Zero G, um, and they actually operate out of Las Vegas. So if you're in Vegas, you can go book, you know, just like you're booking like a hot air balloon ride, and go on one of these vomit comets. Costs seventy five hundred dollars. Yeah. You get to do uh fifteen drops and they're thirty seconds each, roughly. Man. Now what? Apollo thirteen must have taken so long to film. <laughs> yeah, I mean they didn't use that for the entire movie. Right. They use it for like a few shots. Uh, for the EPK, you think? Do you think the, it was all for the EPK? No. Well, uh, part of it, I'm sure. Because I remember watching a, a pretty cool EPK feature. Yeah. Electronic press kit for uh, for all you noobs well, out there. Well, also, I feel like movies back then were also like all about uh, telling you that like, oh, we're using some like really crazy cutting edge technology for this. When it's like they use that for a little bit, like mm-hmm. the biggest one I always I think mean, about. Was that crazy and cutting edge? They took a plane really high and then <laughs> made it do a nosedive. Yeah, but they and Ron Howard was like, "Roll, roll, quick, roll the cameras." Well, they they led you to believe like, and that's how we did the entire movie. Right. When it's like that's how they did a couple of shots that that you know I'm sure were cool shots. Yeah. Uh, but you know, otherwise it's like, oh, we use like wires and harnesses for a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm thinking of like Jurassic Park where they were like, it is computer generated. And then it wasn't until like 30 years later, you found out like eh, some of it was computer generated. A lot of it was very good puppets. Yeah. And that's why it looks so good. And Which that's why it's also held up. Now. Oh, absolutely. Um, you do everything with puppets. But back then. You know, back in the 90s, people were like, we've seen enough puppets. Show me more computers. Yeah. I'm getting all these AOL CDs in the mail. I don't know what it was for, but now I go and see Jurassic Park. I'm like, oh, that's what computers can do. They can make dinosaurs. If I want to watch- I'm going to throw out all my puppets. If I want to watch puppets, I can watch Muppets Tonight on ABC. (laughs) Right. Um, The- So- so, You getting choked up over there, Tom? Yeah. What I do think is cool is that they actually give you three different experiences on that uh, zero-G flight. The vomit comet. Yeah. So they do the full zero, you know, gravity, mm-hmm. free fall. Um, but they also do uh, lunar and Martian gravity. So you can feel what it's like to be on hmm. the moon or on Mars. How accurate do you think that is? Uh, probably not super Some accurate. dudes in Vegas. Got some rubes on a freaking uh, airplane that they're going to almost crash. (laughs) I just think that you're on that plane when that's happening. Like, there's, you know, obviously the plane, they have all the seats pulled out and everything. But it's like, but you can't really, like, bounce around, like, on the moon. Like, you can't be like, let me see how high I can jump. That's true. And if you can't really, like, jump... 
then you probably don't get that much of a feel. It's probably more like we we warm you up to this Mm -hmm. and in a fun way. Yeah. In a fun way. So we'll tell you, hey, this is what it'd be like on Mars. Now here's two we're going to do on the moon. Because I'm sure when if uh, they probably have tried it and it's like, oh, when we do zero G right away, people just throw up. like Yeah, crazy. most of the people just pass out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you do get to keep your flight suit at the end. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I've, I paid sixty five hundred dollars just for a flight suit. I, I don't know if I've told you this, but I've been thinking about just wearing a flight suit all the time. Um, That wouldn't be a terrible idea. Yeah. I, I watched that show for all mankind mm-hmm. uh, on Apple is very good, but like um, the people like the astronauts in the show, like they always wear the flight suits, you know, even like in the office, so, like mm-hmm. everybody else is wearing like shirts and ties and yeah. dresses, but they've just got flight suits on all the time. I'm like, yeah, they look so cool. Yeah. I've been thinking about wearing a army uniform to get discounts. <laughs> No, at Tim, like restaurants Tim, that's stolen valor you you can't you can't do that you can't go get the the military discount at ihop by wearing <laughs> hey how, uh, hey how are they gonna know well if there's another service member there tim they might take one look at you <laughs> and, and know I'll for like, certain i do computers yeah they'd be like you still have to go through basic training yeah but i did that you know 12 a, years a long ago. time yeah. ago yeah. And look at all these medals I've uh, accrued you, in the You would have a lot of medals on? Yeah. You would look like a, like a South why American do they dictator. Sell them? Yeah, why do they sell them at the freaking uh, army surplus stores? if Because uh... it's surplus. They've got too much of it. It's it's not up to them to decide how you wear it. They're trying to sell them to other soldiers who, who you know, maybe... Spilled spaghetti on a uniform, and they're mm. they're you know thinking, oh, if I go back to drill sergeant, it's gonna be so mad. Let me go to the army surplus store real quick, buy a new one. Well, I'll see how much people are really <laughs> upset by stolen valor. <laughs> um, <laughs> be murdered within the hour, <laughs> beaten unconscious, put into a coma for a decade. Um, Virgin Galactic tickets cost twenty five hundred. No, $250,000. Okay. And that's for a few minutes of weightlessness? Yeah, less than 10 minutes. Um, they, they've they been selling these tickets since uh, 2004, and they've sold about uh, 600 tickets. So this is... And now... Now, finally, people are getting the 17 cash years in later, tickets. somebody paid $250,000 in 2004 dollars? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they had to pay full price or probably just had to like put down a deposit. Yeah. Or they paid full price and they've gotten so much richer since then. How many people have done it? Uh, 600. So you probably don't even get to meet Richard Branson. No, probably. I mean, maybe like the first few people will, but yeah, probably not all of them. What would you do if Although, you met Richard Branson? I bet he's shorter than you think, right? Mm, yeah, probably. Hey, Siri. That doesn't just work. No, it's my how, computer. How tall is Richard Branson? Five eleven. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't believe that worked. <laughs> um, I like that you changed your Siri to a male voice, Tom. Yeah, Tim. The other voice was sexist. 
No, actually, I was thinking today. I <laughs> the can't... other voice got me all hot and bothered. <laughs> I couldn't get any work done. <laughs> um, well, they're doing two more test flights before they let customers go up. But I do wonder if uh, if they did have to pay full price, if there's anyone who, like, I don't know, was like a victim of, uh, like, uh, uh, Bernie Madoff or something. It was like, oh, I got to get that $250,000 back. I lost everything. It's just been like, Francis like, nope, you're going up to space, whether you like <laughs> yep. it or not. We're, we're going to come to your house and, and strap you in if we have to. Um, so now the next one that's going up is, is going to be uh, uh, Jeff Bezos. Uh, not Musk. No, Musk. <sighs> we'll get into Musk later. Um, but Jeff Bezos um, is, is going up, uh, like, like, like I said earlier, on Tuesday. Now, a few things different about this. Uh, Branson's thing, it was six. It was from a plane. Uh, Jeff's thing is four people, and it's a capsule at the top of a very phallic rocket. It mm-hmm. looks like a penis. And like Jeff Bezos looks like a penis himself. Exactly. And, you know, people are making a lot of fun of it, which is completely understandable that like it literally looks like a penis when like this is such a dick measuring contest. But at the same time, I feel a little bit bad because I'm like, well, I mean, a rocket looks like a penis no yeah. matter what and Jeff bezos didn't design it oh, i'm sure he had some input but it really did look make it look it. more like me and they're just like uh. well because the thing is there's a capsule at the top of it right and like the capsules you know a little bit wider than the yeah, base like the head of a penis yeah it looks like it. the head of a penis um so it's a rocket and um uh this will have paying customers Mm. Well, there's been a weird controversy today. Uh, The paying customer uh, bailed. The paying customer apparently had a literally had a scheduling conflict. Now, do you think it was an actual scheduling like that? How much did he pay or he or she pay? Twenty eight million. Twenty eight million dollars on the hook for it still. I believe so. I think, you know, this person's still going to get to go to space. But um, but yeah, I mean, it was I would what I would Other imagine than... because it was an auction. So it's like, well, you outbid everybody, pal. Yeah. Like, if you can't go that day, we're not refunding you. Now, Tom, mm-hmm. and I'm sure by the time this comes out, there yeah. will be more reporting on this. Mm-hmm. But aside from like, if it were a death in the family, they would say it was a death in the family. Yeah, I feel like they would kind of say like. A scheduling Although, conflict, Tom. Is there anything? Yeah. What What is an example of something that you'd be like, you couldn't be able to move because you were going to fucking space that day? Yeah. Like that you couldn't be like, hey, can we do this? Actually, like twelve hours later, <laughs> right. I got this thing. I'm I paid twenty eight million dollars <laughs> to go to space for ten minutes. This is not a ske- that that scheduling conflict doesn't exist. If there's a scheduling conflict, going to space wins out. A conflict, yeah. you know the 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 better thing wins. Right. If if it's anything that can be possibly moved, 
or that missing will not like ruin your relationship with like a loved one. Yeah, but For, like even like oh, it's my kid's birthday. Hey, guess what? Well, and that was and that's the thing when this person won the auction. It was for this date. Yeah. So the date was free at some point. This guy got cold feet. This guy didn't. Cold feet? Or do you think it was uh, maybe just like a brilliant. uh, uh, Troll? Yeah. Kind of a like, oh, Jeff Bezos. I'm busy that day. I got more important important shit going on than going to space with you, you knucklehead. Yeah. so in his stead, an 18-year-old boy is going. That's the thing. The, yeah. the, he's putting, he's 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 uh, surrounding himself with people that everybody would be sad <laughs> right. if they blew up yeah, to protect himself. Yeah, his brother, everybody would be real upset. No, no, it was a, a woman, an astronaut who didn't get to go to space for some uh, reason. Mary Wallace Funk. She is 82. She uh, uh, was part of a program, uh, uh, which is actually in uh, For All Mankind, um, of potential women that could have been part of the Mercury uh, space program. Right. But then they were like, oh, it's the 60s. No. And sadly, never made it to Mercury. Never. No, none of them did. So ultimately, she probably... So he put an 82-year-old woman... And a child on board with it. Yeah, so they and will be the oldest and youngest people to ever travel uh, to space. So two records there. Yeah, but also it'd be a thing where it's like, well, now you guys all can't watch and root for this thing yeah. to, to literally explode and go probably up in flames the first, and blow up in my literal face. Probably the first time two siblings will be in space together or, or even two members of the same family, I would think. No, didn't... Uh, no, because Hatfield, uh, right? That's who you're thinking of? Who are you talking about, Hatfield? The, the guy, the twins. One of them went to space, one of them stayed on the ground. No, who's Gabby Gifford's husband? Yeah, not um, yeah. We he's all, a senator now. Yeah, that's not Hatfield. No, it's a different guy. Yeah, but that's who I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, I thought they were no, because that was the whole too thing. Confusing. Yeah, that was the whole thing. Be, that was what whole thing? That one of them went to space for a year. One stayed on the ground, and then they were like, "All right, now let's see if one of you got all fucked up from being in space for a year." Right, and and we'll be able to compare you to the Mark other guy, Kelly. Yeah, Mark Kelly. Um. Yeah, so that I thought <laughs> that was the whole thing. A, of course, everybody knows that they wanted to compare these two bald well, men to each like, other. Let's send two twins up to space just to like you know pull some pranks, and people people uh, will be yeah. like, <laughs> um, Scott Kelly and Mark Kelly. Yeah, they're both astronauts, but I don't think they were both ever up in space at the same time. Yeah, but you don't know. Um, two other important. I'm. I'm telling you, that's what I think. Tom, I don't pay you to think. <laughs> um, the other two big differences with with this shuttle, with this uh, uh, vehicle going into space. Number one, no pilot. No pilot in this thing, Tim. So this, you can finally say all these people are cowards because all they're doing, they're just sitting for the ride. Yeah, I mean, I would never say anybody who goes to space is a coward. 
Oh, so Jeffrey Bezos is a brave man. Is that what you're saying? I think Tom, would you go on this trip? Yeah. Really? Yeah, why not? I mean, honestly, it sounds like and and I saw one of them talking about it where they were like, Yeah, I mean, at a certain point it's basically like a roller coaster where it's like, well, they've checked everything out and now I just kind of have no choice but then to trust all of these systems to get me up to space and back down to space. Yeah, but a, a roller coaster runs Dozens of times a day. I mean, they've done lots of tests with these things. I know, but they did lots of tests with the Challenger as well. And like... Mm, That was the O-rings. And they almost put Big Bird on that thing. (laughs) Um, Still the the craziest factoid ever. That would have been... That would have been insane. We would have just had to shut down the space program, right? <laughs> well, I mean, they kind of did after yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, I guess it would, it would be like, well, Big Bird did now we also, it, so it's not really a tragedy. Yeah. yeah, or they would have had to pretend like it didn't happen and not upset a bunch of kids. Yeah. Um, the other thing is that this system has like an escape mechanism we're basically if a problem's detected. Where one guy in Jeff Bezos' seat gets to, gets to eject and be completely safe. Um, no, While actually. Everybody else burns in a fiery, fiery. So it is, it is actually meant for like, uh, like uh, if there were an issue like the Challenger. Where as at takeoff, it's like, oh, something's wrong. Because like when when the Challenger happened. Like they were getting readings like, oh, shit, something's happening before. Mm-hmm. And this is like an automated system. So it wouldn't even need human inter- intervention. But if something happens, the the top, the head of the penis shoots off to get away nice. <laughs> from from the shaft. Um, and I watch because they did a test of this and watching it's like, man, yeah, you would you would survive that i guess but like holy moly because you're already rocketing into space and then this thing's got to shoot you faster than rocking the space to get away um i i think you would be you'd be it would be harrowing and then even when it lands you know it's got parachutes and everything but when it landed it like kicked up a lot of dust so it, it also looked like it would be a rough landing yeah well, it's not for the the weak willed Tom. John Glenn was seventy seven when he went to space. That's um. Remember that? Yeah, that I was wild. That. I remember that being wild. But again, he sat in a chair. Yeah, but he was up there for like eight days. Yeah, he was orbiting the Earth. Yeah, um, taking it all in. So that's hey, take it all in, you creep. <laughs> John Glenn wasn't a creep. He's a bit of a creep. <laughs> Well-documented creep. You think that's what the other astronauts who held him in like the highest regard, he was a take-it-in creep. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's that's the one point of contention. So there is this, there is this bullshit thing with like Jeff Bezos' company saying like, uh, Branson didn't go past the, the Carmen line. Uh, so it wasn't really space. That was all kind of nonsense because where Branson went, the FAA and NASA considers it space. Right. 
basically uh, uh, Bezos's company was like, well, no, 96% of the country considers this space because this is an international agency's whatever. It's not. It's not an international agency. It's like a, a Norwegian space thing. And it's like, well, they don't even have, uh, you know, like a space program. There's just like. I mean, you don't have to shit on Norway. I'm just saying that, like, I think they would they would also say, like, oh, we were. We stink. No, I think they would say we were mischaracterized. We're not right. in opposition. Well, have they the, said that, Tom? I don't. They speak Norwegian. Yeah, how, how are, are we supposed, supposed to know? know what they're saying? Yeah, I think. And that's why I think Bezos was counting on that. It's like, well, even if they even if this organization doesn't exist and the Norwegian government has to come out, who's going to know? Yeah. But basically, it's 50 miles above the Earth's surface versus 62 miles. Now, I mean, 62 is more than 50. Oh, yeah. But I don't think it's like that uh, big of a difference. Like at 20 percent, I thought I thought at first that it was like 100 percent. It was like 50 miles and 100 miles. But it's not. Um, I more take issue with the fact that. As far as I know, pretty much everybody that's ever been to space has orbited the Earth at least once, you know? Right. And this, in these cases, it's like these are all suborbital flights. Right. Uh, And like, you know. I know a dog that went higher than that. Exactly. Well, and like John Glenn and uh, what's his name? Yuri Gagarin, uh, the first uh, Soviet in space. Like uh, Yuri was up there for 108 minutes from like takeoff to landing. Uh, he did one orbit around uh, the globe. Uh, John Glenn was up there for five hours. I think he did like five there for five hours. The first time. Yeah. And oh, I, wait, not the second time. No. Yeah. When he was a, a young man, when mm. he was the first American in space, but he was up there for five hours. I think he did like three orbits. None of these guys, they're going up for a few minutes. Yeah. And like, I get it. That's more than I've ever done. But it, it's still like, well, you're still not matching what NASA and the Soviet Union were capable of in the 60s. Guys. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's freaking uh, so that's 70 where, years ago. That That's where I think when they're when Jeff Bezos's company's like, well, it's not the Carmen line. It's like, well, none of you are orbiting the Earth, so fuck all of you. Yeah. All right. Now tell me about Musk. Musk SpaceX, which he made to sound like you're saying sex in the name of his SpaceX. company. Space sex. Right? That's that's what that's his whole MO, right? Yeah, he's real into sex, Tim. Yeah. He's a sexy man. He's really into sex. He's um, very funny. I saw him on a comedy TV show. <laughs> <laughs> um they they filmed a porno on uh the vomit comic called the Uranus experiment part 2 part 2 <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right i'm on board <laughs> and it is surprisingly hard i could not find video of this anywhere all i could find was a review that said like there's maybe one shot that's zero G and it's like a bad, like probably because the cameraman was also in zero G. Yeah. The, the obsession with sex in zero G. What do you mean the obsession with? Some people are obsessed with Who's it. Who's obsessed with you? You were, you, I you travel in weird circles, my friend. I don't think it would be any friend. good because I think, you know, 
there's no a there's no well i guess there's still friction but like i don't know you you bump into somebody they're gonna go flying they bump into you you're gonna go flying it's it's gonna be more trouble than it's worth um but spacex it's an obsession <laughs> who, who in your life has ever has ever mentioned that <laughs> spacex right now i mean in fairness spacex has been doing you know they did uh go to the international space station with astronauts but like every elon musk thing like you don't know what the fuck they're actually gonna do because he's always promising like tomorrow we're gonna be doing this so they he said in 2017 that in 2018 they would be sending uh two wealthy anonymous uh customers around the moon that they would not land on the moon but you know uh boomerang boomerang around it it. Uh you get a free trip back if you do it right uh obviously that never happened um but we know of (laughs) but they're saying now that like in a in a few years they're going to be selling um for 55 million dollars a seat a uh eight day trip that would include going to the uh ISS now the ISS is 250 miles above the earth's surface so it's five times higher now the ISS mm-hmm. the international space station yeah. is maintained by the US and the Soviet Union Mostly, but then other astronauts from other countries go up there. Can you just show up there? No, but if you've got money. Yeah, yeah. but I would hope that SpaceX would be like, hey, we're selling this for, it's like, I hope we're gouging this 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 goofball. Yeah, for $55 million, I'm sure they're, you know, uh, a big chunk of that is going to the ISS. 55 million, I feel like... They could they could raise well, that but price. again, this is what he's saying. When yeah, it's like, well, he's also been saying like, oh, we we we're gonna have full autonomous driving in Teslas, and meanwhile, they're you know decapitating people driving under trucks right now. So he's just always hyperbolic about everything. So by the time he, they actually get there, I'm sure it's gonna be like a hundred million dollars. And you're going to be up there for two days or right. something. Pooping in front of people. Yeah. Not but I mean, stuff. his his big thing is, you know, he that he wants to go to Mars. So okay. not not so much the space. I mean, and, that, and that's also Bezos's thing. It's really just uh, uh, Branson that's like, no, let's just do this for fun. <laughs> Branson just wants to have a good time. Yeah. He's a good time guy. And- also because he's... 70, I think. Yeah, he's 70. I think he's, he's like, still a virgin. And he's like, Jesus Christ, yeah, what do I have to do? Yeah. I have to fly up to space. Also, the CEO of Blue Origin's name is Bob Smith, which seems like. Uh, there's something like, going uh, on with Blue Origin. That's Bezos's one? Yeah. Yeah. If Bezos has something going on here. I think we're going to. I think you're right. I think we're going to see this Bezos rocket blown to smithereens. <laughs> and he's, he's putting the old lady. And the boy on there to distract us, <laughs> and he's he. It'll be a bald dummy that's on there, and uh, you know. Well, there's so- gonna be a bald dummy on there one way or another. 
going to be a, a very realistic dummy of Bezos on there. And as soon as the old lady and the boy figure that out, <laughs> they're up in flames. <laughs> and Bezos is living in the Cay- uh, the Cayman Islands, paying no taxes on anything, yeah. uh, with all the 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 I don't know sex slaves he wants or whatever. I mean, you could just do that now. Yeah, he's could. not paying taxes now. Yeah. Um, I was looking up his brother, Mark. And like the the thing that kept coming up is I I guess I don't know when it was, uh, but he did a TED talk, mm-hmm. and <laughs> about how you should be the brother of a billionaire. No, like even worse about how like he became a volunteer firefighter, and like the first fire <laughs> he went on, he was like uh, he worked the trampoline. <laughs> no. That he was like real upset because somebody, uh, the fire chief was like, somebody needs to go in there and get the dog out because, you know, they got like the family out or whatever, the woman that lived there. And uh, they were like, guy who's not Jeff Bezos, you go in and get the dog. And then they were like, or Mark Bezos, they were like, Mark Bezos, you go in and get this woman's shoes (laughs) that's out here. And, you know, he was like, yeah, you know, the part of the house where there were shoes, you know, that that part of the house wasn't on fire. So it wasn't that big of a deal. But then he said later, like the woman was so appreciative that like uh, he had gotten her shoes and his thing was like, be, you know, his TED talk was like, be that guy, be the guy who gets somebody's shoes, be useful to the world, volunteer at a soup kitchen like how about you be useful to the world and tell your fucking brother to to stop trying to get to space and like you know solve homelessness or, or something yeah pay or just pay taxes so that the government can can do yeah don't actually don't get him involved <laughs> just tell him to pay pay even just some taxes pay 10 percent taxes yeah and and we can use that money to help people the god fucking i i got a woman's shoes once and i'm here to tell you go work at a soup kitchen (laughs) um so slap both of their bald heads oh that guy's bald too. yeah of course that guy's bald Uh, too i should knock those heads together (laughs) like coconuts yeah uh yeah i mean all of these guys Mm -hmm. could you imagine having this much money as much money as they have yeah. And not being like, hey, there are s- like a number of like existential threats yeah. to civilization right now. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to fucking go to space. Yeah. These I guys mean, are the worst guys who have ever lived, right? Are, are yeah. there, I mean, not so much Branson. Branson's just a fun time party guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, uh, is there anybody worse the, well, than Hitler? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Of course, Hitler. Uh, I no, mean, currently living. Yeah. yeah, there have been bad guys in the past. But right now, who's worse than Jeff Bezos? Uh, George W. Bush. He's still alive. Yeah, that's true. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying, my thing is like, I part of me gets it. Gets- I was in a room with George W. Bush, and he got a standing ovation from everybody. Wow. Not me, though. It's the and, one guy standing my ground. Yeah. Sitting in my chair with my arms crossed. Yeah. Mm, he's a war said, criminal. I, I don't, this man's a war criminal. 
Yeah, I don't care that you brought me out to Jeffrey Epstein's private island. I'm not giving this man a standing ovation. And that's why you got thrown out of there, right? None of this is true. Yeah, yeah, I was at Jeffrey Epstein's <laughs> private island. Um, I get, I get on a fundamental level the whole, like, look, the Earth could get hit by an asteroid tomorrow, and that's it for the human race. The human race needs to be multi- planetary and that's no it no it doesn't Listen, no it doesn't uh, let me no finish. you don't get that let you don't get that because it's let, not a real argument let me finish that's must thing yeah however this is the same guy who has said recently it's very difficult to give money away for good causes it, that i that's why i haven't done it because it's very difficult it's also fucking difficult to get to Mars, and that hasn't stopped you from trying. You could set something up to try to be like, hey, my own, you know, uh, my own little pet project. I I want to put people on Mars because I'm worried if we get hit by an asteroid. However, in the meantime, so that that's not like plan A <laughs> that. Uh, you know, as the planet dies, just rich people go to Mars, which is going to suck shit to live on. Yeah, no, no. The rest of us are going to go and, and build things and, and well, not us. We don't, we've never built anything <laughs> in our lives, but, uh, you know, people who are not billionaires yeah. will be there to make it comfortable for the billionaires. But even you make this place the most comfortable you can, you still can't go outside. Yeah. So and also, it's not going to, like, how old is Elon Musk? Yeah, uh, 50 probably, yeah, somewhere around there. and I'm sure he thinks he's going to live to yeah. 400 or whatever, yeah. but he's going to be dead in 30 years. I don't know. Branson's still alive. Yeah. I mean, don't underestimate- 20 years older. Don't underestimate, you know, I mean, these, you know, look, look at uh, Rupert Murdoch still kicking around, you know. These, these people live for a long time, Tim. Yeah. They've got access to shit. Uh, yeah. But I'm just saying. Rupert Murdoch, what does he do? Just sit in a chair all day going. <laughs> I mean, that's what less, uh, not less movie, uh, who, uh, Sumner Redstone. Yeah. Is like yeah. he just had an iPad that said yes, no, and fuck you. That like he'd press those buttons. Yeah. He didn't have a button that said uh, dye my hair orange now. <laughs> the orange is fading. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> they were on top of that. Is he, he's still alive, right? I think he, so. Unless yeah. Unless he recently died. Yeah. Yeah. These people are ghouls. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're literal ghouls. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Sumner Redstone and uh, and uh, Rupert Murdoch are just like actual ghouls, right? They're <laughs> yeah. just guys that just like sit in chairs and go. Rrr. They're guys that look scarier than the Crypt Keeper himself. <laughs> yeah. They based they, <laughs> the Crypt Keeper on Sumner Redstone, and that was thirty years ago. <laughs> yeah. And look, at least the Crypt Keeper's got a sense of humor. Sure, it's a dark sense of humor, but yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we'll see. Well, oh, we have to do the plugs. Yeah. Go to the website, tcgt.com. <laughs> You'll find everything there. There's a Patreon. Patreon.com slash complete guide. We're wrapping up The Secret. Tim, this week I watched The Secret, Dare to Dream, starring Katie Holmes. And uh, it's a movie about, uh, this is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Who boy, this was tough to, to get through. Uh, and, I, and I like Katie Holmes. 
She's really good in the gift. She was very good in the gift. And she's she's still got it as far as I'm concerned. She's still a very cute woman. <laughs> okay, great. Great assessment, Tom. <laughs> Patreon.com <laughs> slash complete guide. You can get that and uh so much more. You got how we've been doing books the podcast for a couple of years now. Yeah, you get all those back episodes. You get amazing facts. Yeah. Um, a very recent popular episode was Tim and Tom get high. Yeah, we got high as kites. Um, and then uh, we're gonna go to Dave and Buster's pretty yeah. soon. We're not gonna go tomorrow because I broke my toes. Yeah, we're gonna go tomorrow. But I want to. I want to play all the racing games. I won't be able to press the pedals. Yeah. So uh, do that, and then uh, you can vote on the next book, too. Yeah, we'll be doing that. And we'll be doing some other fun experiments there, I think. Yeah. Oh, I got a lot of ideas, Tom. I don't really. Yeah. But follow like, us we'll on Instagram, at TCGTE. Follow us on Twitter, at Complete Guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. Uh, join our Discord, discord.gg slash Complete Guide. I found what? out that's how you get on. Dot .gg? Good game. That's what it stands for. On uh, the kids online, once you're done with the game, you type GG, and that means good uh, game. Oh, because dis- it's discordapp.com or something? No. Like I said, Tim, it's discord.gg slash complete guide. Well, then why is it? Also, this- check out our it's sub. also discord.com. But that's not how you get to our uh, server. Uh, Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash TCGC. Yeah, get the get the conversation going at Reddit again. There's some malcontents in there. Um, invite invalid. Oh, I might just, have to fix it. Just yeah, just look it up. Um, and also, um, oh wait, uh, you just said the Discord for yeah. a very long time. The Discord's <laughs> great, but also get the Reddit going again. Yeah. Um, get some convos going. Speculate about things. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else, Tim? Tim, would you? How much would you spend to go to space? I have no oh, desire. Even if I've... somebody, even if Richard Branson himself said, "We're looking," I'm looking for another virgin to come to space Tom, with me, I'm, I'm... and uh, I would like it to be you, and I'll pay your way. And then when we come back, uh, Khalid will perform his new single, and we'll both get a first row ticket. I don't know who Khalid is. We we established that. Mm-hmm. And also, like, I would need to be paid to Ooh. go to. How much would you have to be paid? At least seven figures. So would you take $1 million? Yeah, I'd take a million dollars. All right. We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.